Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Welcome to church. We can have our seats. If you're in the bus or in the cab, you can have your cab. Hallelujah. Good to see everyone. Welcome to midweek service. Dear Holy Spirit, we are happy. We are always glad to gather together. We thank you for the ministry of your spirit. We thank you for the teaching and the preaching anointing. We thank you for the healing anointing. Thank you, Lord. Because tonight, there is free flow of teaching grace. There is eloquence and there is utterance. There is grace on my part to dispense and there is grace on our part to receive. This evening, we have the spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened so that we see clearly what is written in scripture about our healing and about our health. We live here transformed. We live here, you know, um, empowered by your word to live a life of healing and of health in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. He is the Lord my healer. Hallelujah. Exodus 15, 26. Exodus 15, 26. He is the Lord my healer. Exodus 15, 26. Exodus 15, 26. Exodus 15, 26. He is the Lord, my healer. Once you go, he said, if you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, let's go together, I will not bring on you any of the diseases that I, that I brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Or more accurately said, I will not permit on you any of the sickness and diseases that I brought upon the, that I allowed upon the Egyptians, okay? For I am the Lord, your healer. I will not permit on you any of the what, sicknesses and diseases that happened to the Egyptians. Why? For I am the Lord, your healer. So God here promises to be both, you know, preventive and um, curative, all right? I will not permit on you, meaning that it even come in the first place, okay? We also, also see in Scripture where it's not just um, preventive, where it's also, you know, where God's healing is curative, okay? So God prevents, all right, and God um, heals. Hallelujah. Now, um, when I say God prevents, I don't mean it to say that, um, that, it's all on God's part, and we have no part to play. Amen. 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 We know for certain, you know, that the things of God are received, you know, on a platform of faith. We know, I'll say it again, that the things of God are received on the platform of faith. Grace makes it available. Faith takes faith lambanos lambano means to lay hold of something already yours hallelujah so god makes it available by his grace all right by our faith we lay hold of things already available to us hallelujah all right good Luke 17, 19. Luke 17, 19. Luke 17, 19. And Mark 34. Mark 5, 34. Luke 17, 19. Mark 5, 34. Luke 17, 19. Mark 5, 34. Are we there? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. What made him well? His faith. 
right? And you go, your faith has made you well. So what made this man well here is his faith. The power to heal is available from God, all right? It is faith on our part that brings us healing, okay? So the question is not if God is, you know, if he has power to heal, all right, or if he's willing to heal, but that, you know, his faith here brought him the healing, all right? Mark 5.34, Mark 5.34, Mark 5.34, Mark 5.34, are we there? He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Look at this again. Your faith has healed you. So Christ told people over and over again in Scripture that their faith has healed them. All right? So when it comes to healing, we receive healing on the platform of faith. God makes healing available by His grace. All right? We take healing by faith. God can make something available and we don't take it. Amen? Are we together? God makes healing available, but we lay hold of the healing available by faith. All right? So it's our job to respond to grace by faith. All right? We must have a faith response to the things that grace has made available. Amen. Okay? And faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Philemon 1 6. Philemon 1 6. Philemon 1 6. I prefer that in NKJ if you have it. Philemon 1 6. He says, I pray. That's your partner with the faith. Let me go to NKJVJ. <laughs> All right. The addition of your faith, okay, may become effective. That the sharing of your faith may become effective by the what? The acknowledgement, okay, of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. That your faith is made effective by your acknowledging the things yours in Christ. So that your faith is grounded on knowing the will of God in Christ Jesus. Your faith is made effective by knowing the good things that are yours in Christ. Faith begins where God's will is known. Okay, so for us to operate, you know, in healing, to, 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 to consistently live LD, okay, um, and receive healing, we must understand, okay, that healing is ours in Christ. That we can only consistently, you know, walk in faith for healing when we understand, when we acknowledge, all right, that healing is part of, part of the goodness we have by being in Christ Jesus. Amen. All right. John 15, 7. John 15, 7. John 15, 7. John 15, 7. You know why are we doing this, okay? Um, Topics like healing, I think you must do at least, at least, divide, 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 or a good, a good, a good, okay? Once every year. In fact, I'll say two times or thrice every year, okay? Because we live in a world that's full of sicknesses, okay? So the way, the way faith works is this, that we must keep hearing some things over and over and over and over again, or we forget it, all right? So if you only study, study on healing once a year, I think you're at risk, okay? You must hear healing maybe every quarter. It's important, okay, because we live in a world of sicknesses. We, li- we have flu seasons. We have, you know, p- I, s- I saw, um, I saw NDC, NCDC, ND, whatever they call it. You know. Okay, so I saw their, their um, tweet some days ago about some COVID numbers in Lagos again going up. All right, so, uh, amen. So we have to keep hearing about healing, okay? Malaria there, that one there. We have to keep reminding ourselves of the things as in Christ so they can consistently and effectively resist the devil when he shows up his ugly head. All right? John 15, 7. John 15, 7. If you... Back to NIV, sorry. I'm left territory. Okay? If you remain in me, or NKJ uh, will say, if you abide in me, okay? If you remain in me, and my words remain in you. Look at this. Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Look at that. He says, if you remain in me, and because we are saved, we, we are in him, 
and we remain in him, right? He says, and my words abide. So we have to be in him, but also make his words abide in us. Since then and only then, okay, we really constantly ask what we want and to be done for us. All right, so we must understand clearly that God's will is healing. And we must feed on healing scripture. We must consistently remain in his words about healing. Okay? For the kind of what, what that we live in right now, you know, we must understand healing, prosperity, and protection. In this wise economy, we must understand healing because of um, COVID and disease. All right? Healing, prosperity, because we are in a sort of famine all over the world right now. Okay? Prosperity and protection. You must go over those things over and over and over and over again. So we must eat on these topics often. You know, it's funny. You are praying for healing. You are reading a rapture. What are you doing to yourself? You are believing for healing. You need healing now. You have a current problem now. But you are reading on rapture. In a book of Revelation. What are you doing here? How does that help you get healing now? You know, we have this religious idea. Just eat scripture. Learn to know how to narrow down. Okay? When you have credit in your life, learn to narrow down and sit on that scripture until you get what you want. Glory to Jesus. So, um, this story of Kenneth Egan, his daughter, I think she had a growth or something. I'm not sure what it was again and all that. And she was going to school and she had to do for her a test at school. Before they admitted her into school, you know how they do those pre-admission tests and all that. So, um, and they prayed together, and he traveled for, for a program he had to go for. He could not wait at home to check and all that. So, child sent a message that, that Daddy, what let them at school? Because we don't say at home they were sick. So, what will I tell them when we get to school? So, it took time, three days, studying on healing. He will, he will read one, for the Bible one hour, go to bed, wake up again, read the Bible, as in he stayed on Scripture. Till he got full of the word on healing. And at that point, he knew that it was done. My child is healed. And he wrote a letter, clinical, clinical, you are healed. And that was that. We have to deliberately learn to feed on scripture. Okay? So in any area of need of your life, don't be flippant. Don't be everywhere. You know, many, many times we, we are too, 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 too distracted. Too distracted. All right? So we throw too many random shots. There are things that we ought to go at over and over and over and over to get what we want. Amen. So we must practice deliberately feeding on the things we need. If you want healing in your body, feed on healing. So for example, um, again, can I take a family? I, like, I talk about them a lot. So um, his wife had, um, I think a bad heart. It's many of those stories. All right. So she kept on listening to is, is scripture on, on, is someone's on healing for months, I think even years. He didn't say because, you know, I'm the pastor's wife. I'm Mrs. Egan, so I'll be healed automatically. Okay? She will play the sermons over and over and over and over and over. Then after a while, she was in her room one day and she just felt, she just saw in the spirit. And then an angel came to the room, took off her old hat, put it on the table, put, give, gave her a new hat, and that was that she was healed. I did not say that was on the table physically, but you get the point. All right? Yeah. How did that happen? By feeding consistently on the word. There are no marks for finishing for reading your Bible, um, Genesis Revelation. There's, there, there's no score for it. There's only score for understanding. There's, in fact, there's no score for understanding. There's only betterment of your life for understanding. God is not taking what you read today. Nah. He wants you to grow in understanding. So learn to focus, to stay on something. Okay, to let the word grow so richly in you. To let the word grow so strongly on you. Amen. You can read a particular chapter of the, of, of the Bible for days. Just let, let the word grow on you. You can leave a book. You can read a, a, a book, Ephesians, for an entire week. Let the word grow on you. Don't be in a hurry. Hallelujah. We gain nothing from being in a hurry about the Bible. Big fly, dude. We gain nothing from being in a hurry, a very big fly. I hope. I dash you. 
So we gain nothing <laughs> from reading the Bible in a hurry. Amen. All right. James 1, 5 to 8. 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 He actually killed it. Sis. I did. <laughs> James 1, 5 to 8. All right. Are we there? One to go. If any of you lacks wisdom, James, be coming down, okay? You should ask God, who gives what generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given you. Look at this. But when you ask, you must believe. Look at this. And not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. Seven, that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded, unstable in all they do. So he's saying, when you come to God to ask for something in prayer, you should come full of faith. You should not come saying, God might, God might not do it. That's trouble. Amen? Maybe it's his will, maybe it's not his will. You get nothing. So we must practice, you know, getting to the point where we are full of faith by being full of the word. So you take your fullness of the word into prayer and making decrease. You understand? So when you want to tell us about your life, healing, prosperity, whatever it is, okay, you go first to the word. You go first to the word. You know, feed strong on the word in that area. While doing so, something in scripture will jump on you and be strong in your spirit. The way you now make decrease based on that is more effective. Amen. In fact, if you speak the word without being full of faith, it will produce only after the word has grown in you by speaking. Do you understand? You get that. You know you can make yourself full of the word by speaking the word. It's meditation. Repeating the same thing. What you are doing is to, you are telling yourself, you are convincing yourself of scripture. It will only produce when you are convinced, when you are full of it. That's the idea. I'm not saying you, have to, you, you might not go, you know, upside down. The mind, the mind can tend to wonder, but you'll be full of it in your spirit man, and you, with your spirit man, tell your mind where to go. Do you understand? So I choose to believe this. I believe this so much. Even my heart tells me, if my, 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 says, my, my heart says, no, it is. Okay? So I, with the word in my heart, put my mind in check. You understand? You understand? Are we good? All right. So we must be full of the word. Full of the word. That God's word is sure. That God's word is sure. Okay? Everything will pass away. Okay? But his word will remain. Even if heaven and earth pass away, that's the point. Even if heaven and earth passes away, God's word will remain. That's 55, 10 to 11. It says, such my world be, my world shall be like, you know, the dew that comes from heaven and doesn't go back to, go, doesn't go back to, the, to the heavens without making the, word, the earth board and bring forth fruit. Such my world be, that God's word will produce. God's word is not back to God empty handed. That God's word is effective and God's word will get results. So you must help yourself to get full of the word and believe the word about your healing. Amen. I believe God's word over my experiences. I believe God's word over my experiences. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter what happens to pastor. Or, ah, that deal, the other happens to you. No, no, no. I put God's word over everything. God's word first over everything. Uh, my friend prayed, my friend died. Sorry, I love my friend so much, but that's his problem, really. He has got to be with God, that's fine. Okay? I choose God's word. I choose God's word. You know, we say many times, okay, that person is a believer, and so, 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 that you don't know the story, you don't know, you don't know what happened. Leave it. But believe God's word. Believe God's word. Believe God's word. Don't let those experiences make you shake off God's word. Believe God's word. Believe God's word. All right? Amen. So we must go all in with the word. We are to be all in with the word. The word will only produce for you to the extent that you are all in with the word. Must be people of the word. Okay, read to understand, read to know, read to be fully persuaded. Okay, amen. So, God's will is healing. We must be sure that God's will is healing. You have to be sure. 
okay, that God's will is healing. Fully convinced that God's will is healing. Matthew 4, 23. Matthew 4, 23. Matthew 4, 23. Are we there? Matthew 4, 23. Are we good? All right. Matthew 4, 23. Once ago, Jesus went throughout Galilee, taking their synagogues, proclaiming the kingdom and healing every disease and sin among the people. So Christ went everywhere, teaching, teaching, proclaiming. Proclaiming also means preaching. Teaching, preaching, and healing. To show his will is healing. Everywhere he went, he taught, he preached, and he healed. Amen. So that we see clearly that God's will is healing. Chapter, chapter 9, chapter 9, chapter 35, 38. Chapter 9, verse 35 to 38. He went everywhere. He taught, he preached, and he healed. 35 to 38. Are we there? Jesus went throughout all the towns and villages. Okay, look at this again. Are we, on, are we together? Are we not? Are we together? We have to be together, okay? Amen. We are together. We are active. We are not sleepy. Amen. All right. Want to go on the screen? Want to go? Yeah. And I'm really just taking their synagogues and proclaiming of the kingdom and healing every disease. And sick. so again, two times in Matthew, it says that Christ went everywhere. All right. Teaching, preaching, and healing to show the value he places on healing. So he taught, he preached. And he healed. Luke 5, 15. Luke 5, 15. God's will is healing. Luke 5, 15. Luke 5, 15. Want to go? Luke 5, 15. Not Matthew. Luke 5, 15. All right. Want to go? Yet the news about him spread all the more. So that the crowd of people came to him to hear him, look at this, and to be healed of their sicknesses. The crowd of people came to him to hear and be healed. So anyway, he went to, he taught them and he healed. People came to hear, not only to hear, they came to hear and to be healed, okay? And we know that we see God's, God's will in Christ. That Christ mirrors the will of God. That whatever the Son does, is what the Father is doing. So to show how much, how much, how much premium God places on healing, the son went everywhere. He taught, he preached, and he healed. Luke 6, 17 to 19. 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 Are we there? Are we there? Want to go? He went down with them and stood on a level place. Okay, continue. Yeah, was there. And a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem, yeah, from the region of Tyre and Sidon. Verse 18. Who had come to hear him and to be what? Healed of their diseases. Okay, continue. Just troubled by impure spirit were cured. And the people all tried to touch him because power was coming from him and healing them all. Hallelujah. So God desires to heal them all, to heal us all. So again, they came to hear and to be healed. As they came to hear, there was power made available for them to be healed. But look at this. They came to hear and to be healed because the times when we have to hear to be healed, you have to hear to be healed. Because hearing God's word will stir up faith to receive the healing. You have to hear to be healed. Okay? Men want to get healed without hearing God's word. They want to get healed, but they won't hear the word. It will not work. Okay? We have to learn that sometimes you have to hear. To hear. So that you are full of faith to be healed. So we'll tell them, you know, like in Luke 4, he will tell them, okay, Christ went there and, and he preached from Isaiah, Isaiah. I can't remember that again. And it told that they was anointed 
okay, to heal their sick. So telling them that, they hearing that, and believing that, okay, made power available to them to be healed. So people come, okay, to hear and to be healed. So if you must re- live in healing, you must practice hearing. Hearing by studying God's word on healing. So that faith is set up on your inside as you study up on, 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 on the word along that line. Hallelujah. So they came to hear and to be healed. Hearing will stay of faith, will make you aware of God's will for you in that area, that healing is his will for you. Acts 10, 38. Acts 10, 38. Are we there? One, two, go on the screen. Please, guys, stop. One, two, go on the screen. Follow, focus, read it out. Yeah. And power. And Abby went around doing good and healing all were under the power of the devil because God was with him. All right? God's will is healing. Christ would go everywhere, okay? says doing good. What's doing good? Healing everyone that was oppressed by the devil because God was with him. So we'll see Christ the healer and the devil the afflictor, okay? But they went about healing to show that God's will is healing. So Jesus has made this clear. His will is healing and his glory is seen in healing, not in sickness. God's glory is seen in healing, not in sickness. People say things like, eh, that, you know, by this person being sick and know that God gets some kind of glory from it, you know, that some mysterious glory will take place. It doesn't work that way. God's glory as seen in Scripture is in a sick person getting well. There's no glory in sickness. There's, there's only glory in healing. There's no glory in the sickness. There's only glory in the healing. All right? Uh, John 9, 1 to 7. John 9, 1 to 7. God gets no glory for me being sick. He only gets glory for me being well. All right? So the glory is in the healing, not in the sickness. The glory of God is seen in the deliverance, not in the problem. All right? Once you go. John 9, 1 to 7. Okay, once you go. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. Verse 2. Disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents? That he was born blind. Verse 3. None of this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in Please pause. Now, he's not saying that we, are, we made this happen. So, can you to catch vibes? He's not saying we made it happen so that we can use him to show power. Amen. No, if, he can read like. This happened so that we can use him to show God's healing power. It can look like that. Are we together? Well, let's relate. Okay. Yeah. But he's not saying that. He's saying, last class of this, when he's healed, the healing will bring us God's glory. Not the problem. So, God God not make you sick so that you can, can you do show off later on. God, God does not allow you to be sick so that I cannot use you to show healing power. That would be psycho. That would be really psycho as in that I now... I like to be sick. So I can I heal you and say, I healed him. Glory to me. All right? No. But that's, you know, in this problem, okay, we will see God's glory by the healing. So it didn't make a bad thing happen, but it can, it, can, it can bring out good from something bad. That's the idea. All right? So one read verse down, down this chapter. The guy was healed. Now the healing, okay, is the glory of God. Chapter 11, 1 to 4. Chapter 11, same, same book. John 11, 1 to 4. John 11, 1 to 4. One to go. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. It was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary here now lay sick was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. Verse 3. So the star sent what to Jesus. Lord, the one you love is sick. ERV says, sorry, ERV says, Lord, your friend is sick. That Jesus had friends. 
your guy is sick. Jesus had friends. So how you all take B? All right? Jesus had friends. The one you love, your guy is sick. Jesus had connections. He had people in his life. All right. Verse 4. When he had it, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No. It is for God's glory so that God's Son may be glorified through it. So the, the, the idea is this, that in his resurrection, in his healing, we will see God's glory. Not in the sickness. Not in the problem. You know, later on, when, when, when the guy died, people were crying. Jesus wept. It's the, the, the grieving hurt him. The grieving, he grieved with them to show that the pain is not his glory. Hallelujah. Would it be weird that your child is sick and that sickness is your glory? It makes you happy. Oh, sick child. Amen. People have weird theologies, very demonic ones. Demonic theology. They make people look like their partner, look like their friends. Someone is in pain and you're saying, you know, that God, God gets some glory from the pain. People say this in real life. They say it's feeling very righteous when they say it, so I don't understand it. All right? But God's glory, as seen in Scripture, is not in the problem, but in the solution. All right? So God's glory is in that the, the dead was raised. All right? His glory is that the sick is healed. Hallelujah. Matthew 24. Matthew 8, 1 to 4. Matthew 8, 1 to 4. If you believe that God gets some grief from you for you being sick, they will show you pepper, they will show you shige. If you believe that God gets glory from you being sick, ah, you're in trouble. That's free cause, that's free open for the devil to build his house there. If God gets glory, let's show some more glory. One to go. When Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. Verse 2. A man of leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Sometimes you ask people praise like this, God, if it is your will, you will heal me. If it is your will, you will. No, we know God's will in Scripture. Verse 3. Once ago, Jesus freaked out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately, he was cleansed of his leprosy. God's will is healing. He's always saying yes to healing. It's never you know. God's will is always, so stop asking. It's your will. Shut up, it's in the Bible. You see it there. You are, it's always healing. Hallelujah. God's will. We must, we must know and be sure of God's will. If you lay all the things already yours, you must know it's yours. If you don't know, you might not, you might, you're not working consistently. You must know that God wants me to live healed. God's will is healing. It's not a maybe or a maybe not. God's will for me is healing. All right? Luke, Mark, Mark 9. Mark 9 from verse 14 to 29. Mark 9. Now, in that scripture, that guy was talking to Jesus and he said, if you will, now, if you ask now, I ask him if you will. You don't get anything. That's the truth. If you go and pray that prayer now, if it's your will, you heal me. Be like, guy, you know it's my will. Stop asking. Lay hold. Make a claim. So, so don't go and pray that. Like go and pray that. Like you're going to be praying, praying your uh, God, you say, we take, take, take that headache away. That headache will bang harder. It becomes stronger. We're not doubting God. We know you. So we're telling headache, go. All right? You know, Christ is not praying anywhere and say, God, please. Help me heal these children. Nope. He spoke to the issue. That, that's what you must do also. You're not praying if it's God's will. No. I know it's God's for me to be healed. So sickness, pack your bag, go. All right. Are we there? Mark 9 from verse 14. So let, let, me, let me narrate this for time's sake, okay? So um, there was this child that was, you know, um, how do you call this, call this particular issue again? He brought to the disciples and they could not heal him, right? So he, he would put them in fire, put them in the water, he would hurt himself, okay? It was 
Okay? And they could not heal him. Verse 23, verse 23 now, verse 23. Let's go to verse 23. Verse 23. Verse 23. So, he was telling Christ, okay, this is the issue and all that. He now said, you know, 22, so it might be 22. 22, 22, 22, 22. It has often thrown him to the fire or water to kill him. Look at this. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can do, was asking Jesus, if you can, no, sorry, Matthew 8, if you will. Yeah, we are saying if you can. Okay? Matthew said, like, God's, God's answer was, I am willing. Yeah, the answer is, yes, I can. So God is willing to heal, and God can heal. So, is, is he willing? Yes. Can he heal? Yes. Okay, 23. 23. 23. Christ was answering now. As in, as if you can, said Jesus, like, eh, really? If, are you asking me for if, if I can? All right. Everything is possible for the one who believes. Woo. Everything is possible. For the one who believes. So the power to heal is a yes. The will of God to heal is a yes. His power to heal is a yes. Everything is possible for the one who believes. So, so it's not about can God, is do you believe? It's not, it's not a matter of can God do it right now, it's do I believe? Do I believe? All right? 24. Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Huh? Help me overcome my own belief. 25. Once we go, when Jesus saw that the crowd was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. See, he did not pray to God. He didn't pray to God about it. He didn't say, God, please. Mm. Christ spoke to the issue. Don't forget, Christ came to come to the world to operate as a man. Even though fully man, fully God. He didn't come to operate his ministry as, as God, but as a man that is anointed by God. Now we saw that Acts 38 was anointed to do good and other counsel. So well, he didn't come to do this to, show, to, to, to operate as, you know, as God the Son. He came to sh- operate as a man, as a man that, that is filled with the Holy Spirit to get the job done. So when he says, you know, what he does, is how we do it also. I get it. So if we didn't pray to God to do it, but spoke to the issue, so also we speak to the issues. When we wait for God to fix the problem, God is like, I'm waiting on you to fix the problem. People wait for God, I will keep waiting. I will keep, and they die. They die waiting. People die waiting on God. God is, having, God is waiting on us to dispense healing power to solve the problem. Don't wait on God. God is waiting on you. So he didn't go and start praying to God, God, please tell me this guy. He spoke to the demon, told it to go. The demon left, and the guy became well. Hallelujah. So God's willing to heal, okay? And God can heal, okay? It's now a faith question. Matthew 8, 14 to 17. Matthew 8, 14 to 17. Matthew 8, 14 to 17. On to go. When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. Luke says, eye fever, strong fever. All right? Verse 16. He touched her hand, and the fever, woo, and the fever left her. She got up and began to wait on him. Verse 16. When evening came, Many were demon possessed were brought to him and drove out the spirit with the word and healed all their sick. Hallelujah. He healed all their sick. All right? Verse 17. Want to go. Want to fulfill what was spoken to Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases to show clearly that God's will is healing. He healed all that came to him. Healed all their sick to fulfill what does that wrote in Isaiah 3? That he himself bore our infirmities and our diseases. He took it from us. 
All right? Amen. God's will is healing. His glory is seen in the healing, not in the sickness. Hallelujah. Also, as being saved to people of God, we have healing as our redemptive rights. Healing is part of our redemptive rights. Healing is part of our redemptive rights. Isaiah 53, 45. Isaiah 53, 45. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. Are we there? Surely it took up our pain, hallelujah, and bore our suffering. Look at this. Again, surely it took up our pain and bore our suffering. All right? Once we go, yeah, punished by God, treated by him and afflicted. Verse 5, what was pierced for our transgressions, was crushed for our iniquities. Continue. Yeah. And by his wounds, yeah. we are healed. Hallelujah. So, that talks about, 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 about what Christ is doing when he, when, when, he, when he comes to the earth. He will suffer, he will die, he will rise again. Okay? Part of that, okay, is for sin, but also for our sicknesses. He died for our sins, but also for our sicknesses. Okay? He took up our pains and our infirmities. He took it so that we don't have to have it. That's why he says that by his stripes we are healed. All right? Now, now see Matthew 8. Matthew 14, 17, and he healed them to confirm this Isaiah wrote. Hallelujah. He healed them all to confirm what Isaiah wrote, that he himself bore our infirmities. Hallelujah. Took up our pains so that by his stripes we are healed. So we have in us healing as a redemptive right. So it's not, will God heal me? No. Healing is a redemptive right. Healing is a redemptive right. Hallelujah. Healing is what? It's my bank account as a saved child of God. It's my redemptive right. First Peter 2, 24. 1 Peter 2, 24. 1 Peter 2, 24. 1 Peter 2, 24. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. Look at this. By whose wounds you have been healed. Isaiah said, by whose wounds, by whose stripes we are healed. Peter says, by whose wounds we have been healed. Healed. So that when Christ died and rose again, okay, we got ill in our country. It's not what has happened, not what will happen. Do you understand? And as I asked times, it was what would happen. All right? I have to talk about the future. Christ came and showed the future by healing in Matthew 8, okay? But Peter, Peter says, this has now been done. So that in our redemptive rights now, we have healing locked up there, okay? So healing is what we have, not what we will have. By whose stripes I have been healed. The day I got saved, that day I also got healing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The day, the same price that pays my, that, that pays my sins, so pays my healing. The same price that was paid for my sins is the same price that was paid for my health. So when I got saved, I also got health. Hallelujah. Okay, it took my sins. It also took my infirmities. So that by stripes, I have been healed. So I don't beg God for healing. No. I don't pray and beg God, God, please heal me. That, that, that's a silly prayer. All right? It's like praying, I wonder what you have. It's a, it's a garbage prayer, okay? So I don't pray and beg God for healing. It doesn't work that way. I pray knowing that healing is my right. So I speak to the issue, not to God. Glory to Jesus. 
Healing is my birthright. I don't pray to God to heal me. I speak to issues. I don't pray to God to heal me. I speak to issues, knowing that healing is my birthright. I enforce what is mine. Okay? God has done his part. My own part is to lambano, to boldly lay hold of the things that God has made available to me. As long as many people get healed, get healed through, through my prayers, okay? I've not prayed and said, God, you somebody before. I speak to the issue. Issue go, and it goes. That's how it works. We speak to the issue. Yeah, thank you, period. That's, that's, that's energy. Period. All right. <laughs> we speak to the issue. We speak to the issue. All right? You don't speak to God about it. Tell the issue about God, not the other way around. Yeah. All right? Healing is your birthright. Don't beg God for healing. He has done his part. See, Christ came, suffered, and died. He has done what he will do. Amen. He came, suffered. Okay? He was beaten. They spat on him. They took him knife. Okay? You know, spear. All right? So, <laughs> he has done what he will do. So, we ask is to lay hold. All right? He has done it all. So, our job is to lay hold of the things already ours. Okay? Mark 16, 15 to 20. To show that God's will is healing. All right? He preached healing. He taught. He healed their sick. All right? He now sent us also, as his children, to go and teach, preach, and also heal. To show how much God cares about healing. He told us also to do like him. Anywhere he went to, he taught, he preached, he healed. And he's telling us also the same thing. As you go also, you preach and also heal that God's will is healing. The way he says preach the gospel, he says heal the sick also, the same thing. Amen. He puts the same premium on healing. He told them, go and preach. Same way, he told them also, as you preach, heal. Hallelujah. As you, if I told them, as you heal, preach. That God puts a premium on healing. So we should not come about healing as though we can manage without being healed. No, he wants us to actually live healed. Don't pet sicknesses. He wants us to live in healing. Once we go, he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. 16. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Uh, will be condemned. 17. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out, talking about you, in my name, they will drive out demons. Now, did he say they will pray to God to drive out demons? Did he say that? In my name, they will beg God, God, please, help us about this demon. God, I beg. Yeah, God, I beg. Yeah. No. In my name, they will do the driving out. So we use this name to get the job done. In my name means in my place, in my stead, on my rights, all right, on my privilege, on my platform. Okay, in my name, they will do. So ours is to do something with the name. In my name, they will drive out devils. You didn't say they will beg out devils. Or they will fast and pray. Then the devil will go. No, in my name. And we'll see how Christ lived in Scripture. So it's not a matter of back and forth. So it's out and they outed. Pardon my language, okay? Out, they out, outed. Amen? It's not out, 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 out. Ankachif. Out, out. No. In my name. Authority. All right? They will speak in new tongues. 18. 18. Look at this. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink totally poisoned, not them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. So the one who is saved is not only healed, but, but also become one that dispenses healing. That the one that believes, hallelujah, is not only healed, but becomes the one that dispenses healing. That the man who is saved can live on the sick and the sick will recover. 
every saved man. That one can get born again today, all right, and, to, and that, same, that same day, in fact, that same minute, he can lay us on the sick, and the sick will recover. Hallelujah. The one that is saved is not only healed, he has become a healer. It's a right thing, it's your right. So we must refresh ourselves with this consciousness. Okay, I am born for this, hallelujah. I am born again for this. I am born to heal the sick. I am born to live healthy. I am born to live well. I'm born to reign. Amen. I'm born to rule. If you're not, I'm sorry. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Glory to you. Are we together? All right. Matthew 10, 1 to 8. Matthew 10, 1 to 8. We must feed on these things over and over and over again so that we don't lose what is that we don't lose you know being aware of the things that are asked in this area. Alright? One to go. One to go on the screen. Yeah. And give them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease. Look at this. He called his twelve disciples and gave them authority. Authority to do what? To drive out impure spirits and to heal every sickness and every disease. To show how much is about healing. He healed, the twelve healed, the seventy healed. Not to total of us Mark 16, that if you are saved also, go and heal. That's how much premium God places on healing. Alright? Verse 2. Another part about the about the names. Um, go to verse 7. Verse 7. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Look at this. Heal the sick. Woo! Raise the dead. Cleanse us who have leprosy. Drive out demons. Freely you have received. Freely give. Says you have freely received the ability to heal the sick, to raise the dead. Cleanse us who have leprosy. Drive out demons. Freely you have received. Freely give. Means you have surplus. Hallelujah. Freely you have, you, have made to, you have made to abound in these things so you can freely dispense. Freely have been made to abound in these things so you can freely dispense. Heal the sick. Raise, the way this things work is that the more we do it, the more we do it. To him that has, more will be given of an abundance. But to him that has not, what he has when he has something, we take it from the that, 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 that has. This is how it works. That what we use, we are bounding. What we use, we are bounding. The amount of God doesn't, doesn't diminish on us with use. The more we use it, the more we are bounding doing it. So the more you heal the sick, the more you heal the sick. So we want you to seek, heal the sick. The more you practice these things, the more you abound in them. The more you lay claim on your divine health, the more you lay claim on divine health. When you slack, the more you slack. So once you have malaria and you don't pray about it, you just launch your malaria for two weeks, just launch on it, you know, and uh, no prayer, no faith work. You just, just started. Just began malaria for the year. That's part one. That's what it works. Once you allow to that you don't pray about, you don't use your faith for it, you just say bear, you, you just started. What you use, you can measure back to you, you have an abundance of it. Alright, so you want to walk in health, walk in health. Want to heal the sick, heal the sick, okay? Freely you have received. Freely you give. You know, we can start to get lazy about faith. I'm just tired. Let me just chill, okay? Looking for trouble. Don't get tired, don't slack. The more you slack, the more you slack. Even in your prayer life, okay, cultivate time with God. Because the more you slack, the more you slack. Cultivate it, okay, so you don't just let yourself, let yourself go. It's like, you know, habits. When you tell yourself, you know, ah, I will gym. You pay for gym membership. This month, pay 25K. You will gym every day. You now went for three days. You now missed one day. You know what will happen next? You're not careful. You miss, you miss like another three days. Because the more you slack, the more you slack. Hallelujah. So you must allow yourself to keep going. Keep going. 
don't take healing brick. Yeah, don't take ministry bricks. Things of the Spirit grow by reason of use. So I must keep hearing some things over and over before, before we become, you know, like I said, before we become lax about it. You must keep hearing some things over and over. Hear about healing, about the Spirit, about the power of God, you know, about evangelism. You must hear some things over and over and over. Amen. Okay. Luke 9, 1 to 7. Luke 9, 1 to 7. Luke 9, 1 to 7. The same thing that happened there, okay? Yeah, he gave the, called the 12. Yeah, he gave them power over, over our clean spirits. Okay? Yeah. All right. Send them also to proclaim the kingdom and to heal the sick. Now, Luke 10. Luke 10. Luke 10, verse 9. Look at this. Luke 10, verse 9. See? Luke 10, verse 9. Look at this. Heal the sick who are there. And then tell them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. So he told them in, in, Luke, in Luke 9, tell them God's kingdom has come near you, then heal them. Yeah, he says, heal them, then tell them God's kingdom has come near you. To show that God's kingdom and healing are Siamese twins. They go together. That where the kingdom is, there ought to be healing. In fact, where the kingdom is, there is healing. Where the kingdom is expressed, where the kingdom is taught, healing must be taught also. Heal their sick and tell them God's kingdom has come near you. That this healing is a sign that God's kingdom is here. Hallelujah. I like that so much. Heal the sick. Guys, he's healed. This is telling you God's kingdom is here. That's the sign of the kingdom. So if I have the spirit in me, Meaning, I have his kingdom. It means also I have healing in me. When it comes kingdom conscious, healing conscious, power conscious, health conscious, grace conscious, favor conscious, anointing conscious, capacity conscious. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Heal the sick and tell them God's kingdom has come near you. That the healing, the signpost of the kingdom, is a billboard of the kingdom. Hallelujah. So we must, we must get used to having healings. It must, must, must be our daily bread. Christ told them, healing is the children's meat, children's bread. Even in Bari times, we still buy bread. Even in Bari times, we see the what? We see they buy bread. Bread is like, it's, it's everywhere. When it says healing is children's bread, it means bread is everywhere, it's available. It's available, even in farming. Bread day. Bread day. <laughs> Amen. Bread what? No fried rice. Bread day. Hallelujah. Healing is children's bread. James 5, 14 to 16. James 5, 14 to 16. You must practice these things. For yourself, lean hold of what is yours. When you feel down in your body, yes, you can take medication. It's not bad. But also take faith. Use your faith. Use your faith. You've not seen by going to the doctor. No, no, it's wisdom too. It's wisdom. You know, some of us just stay there sick for one week, two weeks. Ah, please, my dear. As they are using your faith, if you can, go to the hospital also. It's not, there's no fight there. Amen? It's not lack of faith. It's not what? It's not lack of faith. It's not lack of faith. All right? Go all out to get well. That's the point. Go all out to get well. Go all out. Whatever it takes. Medicine. Therapy. Whatever it is, go all out. As I see your faith, you are going all angles. Do you understand? There's no, God does not take any glory seeing you there, sick for two weeks, for one month, saying, I don't want to go to the doctor because you can't go to the doctor. Really? As your father, there's no joy in life. Ah, where are you for now? What's wrong with you? Take a tablet if you need to. Just get well, get moving. As you grow in faith, it might not be more of medicine again, but at least... Don't stay there sick because they're waiting for faith to heal you. Don't throw your glasses because you, you pray. Use your glasses. You will know when, when your eye is no longer needing glasses. You will know. Some people are driving without glasses because they're using faith. Driving without glasses. Oga, umak pare. 
Faith is not, faith is not anti-science. Faith is not anti-science. Faith is not anti-science. Science only, only, only discovers what God has put there. Science only discovers what God has put in nature. So God put those things in nature. Science only discovers those things. So medication is not anti-Jesus, not anti-Christ. All right? So use your faith. Yes, grow using your faith, but don't, don't despise medication. I'm not fighting, we're not enemies. All right? Hallelujah. Dr. Kumi, Shabi. Shabi. Good. James 5, 14 to 16. Want to go? Look at this. Is anyone among you sick? I like that. Is anyone sick? Meaning that it's, it's not, it should not, be, um, not be among us sometimes common that everybody's sick in church. It should, not, it, should be, it should be rare. Is anybody sick? People now say, ah, remember out of 200, two people say I'm sick. No, that's out of 200, 180 people say they are sick. Well, I've come. Okay? So, is anyone among you sick? Let's go together. Let them what? Call them to the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. Verse 15. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. So it's God's will is healing. He told everyone to heal the sick, to, 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 church to, to make sure the sick is healed in church also, that God's will is healing. We must hold it close to our chest, that God's will for me is to be healed. I can't be intimate about healing. I must know for sure that God's will is healing. So God has given us healing in redemption. All right? Even so much so, he gave us healing power, healing authority to now go out and get the sick healed. We are not only healed, we are now become those that go about healing people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, if you are in church today or online, and you've seen a sick healed tree before, let me see your hand up. If you are online, say yes. Okay? And, and put report to everybody else so everybody can see that it's not, it's not bobo. We are not boboing, okay? We are saying what we have seen, what we have had, what we have done. So if you are in church or you are online, if you are online, put it in the, in, the, in the chat box and say, yes, I have. Okay? If you are in the house and you have, let me see your hand up. Let me see your hand up. One, two. You have, you have gotten the sick healed before. You've gotten the sick healed before. One, two, three, four, five. Out of how many people in church? Just, let's, let's, just we're, doing, we're doing mathematical, you know, samples. Probability, what they call it, statistics. Out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Out of nine, so we have six over nine. That's gotten the sick yield in church now. In this small area now, at this particular point of our history now, <laughs> six over nine of this studio size, okay? Studio audience, six over nine. Those online press help us, don't form and respond. All right? So we can see that it's not just, it's not just yes, say, it's what we do. If you pray for the sick, the sick will get well. No matter how bad it gets for yourself, if you pray for five, one will get well. <laughs> even, if you are, even if you are beginning level, if you pray for five, one will get well. Even if it's it will go. Okay? James said, you have not because you ask not. So you have no healing results because you're not preparing to get healed. Go and do it. You get, you get results. Hallelujah. So we must lay hold of the things ours. God has given us. Our own job is to receive it. And when you feel sick in your body, resist it. Resist it. Resist it. Don't resist childishly. Resist family. Go. No. Go. Don't. Go. You know, but if you're with babies, go. And they go. Resist family. All right? No, no. When you, when you deal with children, when you deal with toddlers, and you say, Jola, sit. He thinks you are joking with him. He thinks it's play. So, Jola, sit. Do not answer you. Jola, sit. You are still playing. Jola, sit. When you make decrees, decree family. Don't give room for maybes. Parents don't give room for maybes. You give their children instruction. It is firm instruction. Firm instruction. And you know how children behave? Again, you stand up on that chair and go, and go somewhere else. You tell him again, Jola, go back to that chair 
and sit down. So also, when things try to attack your body, issue firm decrees. They come back again, issue firm decrees again. You get my point here? Because devil, devil, it, it tends to keep trying. You keep resisting. Hallelujah. Whenever it shows up, resist. Resist. So the, this story about, you know, some people shared about, um, so, so, so I lady at the, at, the, at, the, at the park, and the dog followed her from the house. Okay? I was telling the dog, go back. Dog did not answer. Go back. Go back! Dog ran back. Hey, hey! hey. That's how you treat the devil. That's how you treat the devil. He's not go. He's your minutes. Authority. Fame. Go! Your minutes. Hallelujah. So you firmly resist. You firmly resist. You firmly stand your ground. You firmly lay hold of the things yours in Christ. Practice for yourself laying hold of healing. When systems come, resist. Resist. I am the healed of God. So I choose to live in healing. I resist the sickness. I resist the pain. I resist the fever. In the name of you, it should decrease. Hallelujah. Then go even further to pray for people to get well. Practice, practice in your own space. At work. On your work status. Practice. Is anybody sick here? Send me a DM. Practice how it works. Practice. Practice, okay? The more you heal, the more you heal. The more you pray, the more you pray. So it works, okay? The more we do these things, the more we do these things. These things grow by reason of you. Have you blessed tonight? Let's be an effort. Thank you for healing. Thank you because your will for us is healing. And we know to decree, to lay hold of our healing. We know to not wait on you for healing, <laughs> but to go ahead and take it because it's already ours. Because grace is made available, so we take it by faith. Thank you, Father. Have we prayed tonight? Thank you for healing. Thank you for healing. Thank you for healing. Thank you for healing is the children's bread. I am your child. Thank you for healing is my redemptive right, and, I, and I'm saved in Christ. I'm redeemed, so healing is my birthright. Thank you for healing. Thank you because I'm, I'm not only the healed, I'm now also sent to go and dispense healing. I've gone from being the sick to the healed one that now goes about healing people. Thank you, Jesus. I'm a healer. Hallelujah. Because in your name, I drive out devils. In your name, I heal the sick. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So anyone that is sick right now in the body, right now in the name of Jesus, we decree that that pain lives now in the name of Jesus. That pain lives now. That, that, that pain in the lower abdomen region, that pain lives now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Cheers to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.